what's going on? It's your boy, Big Wavy Roy Johnson here. Hello everyone, this is the interview queen, Alicia Too. This is the infamous Cameron Solis. This is the professional Nathan Cruz. This is Veggie. This is the Callahan Death Machine in the draw and the face of Impact Wrestling, Sammy Callahan. The one and only shot under Willie Mack. This is Shreddy Breck, aka Mr. Clangin and Bangin. And you're listening. You are listening to. You are listening to. Broken but glorious. Broken but glorious. Broken but glorious. Hello and welcome to Broken but Glorious on BBGWrestling.com. I'm Chris Lappin and I'm delighted to be joined by the baddest seagull on the planet, Nick Davy. Good evening, CEOs. <laughs> All excited for the Premier League to come back this weekend. So, yeah, I'll be as much this season. Exactly, yeah. It's almost like they've done it purposely for us. <laughs> so, it was, I was looking forward to uh, having a bit of preview off air, I will say, with, uh, <laughs> with, with Lance ahead of the season on, on our first game, Brighton United on Sunday. But uh, mm. yeah, no, excited to have it all back. But um, more importantly, just excited to discuss more positive wrestling this week. Yes, I've, yeah, it's been it's been really good. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, no Lance this week. He's busy with work. I think is that what he said? <laughs> I think it's the, uh, I try to get it mixed up at the moment. Last week was den- last week was dentist, <laughs> and this week uh, I feel like the naughty kid trying to hand in his response to his homework. <laughs> yeah, cool. So we'll we'll jump straight into the news, which is all as always is in association with the best page for wrestling news, the pro wrestling world. So I think the biggest story, I don't know if it's the biggest story of the day, but the one I'm most excited about, um, the first ever AEW console video game is now available for pre-order. So he said it's available on Amazon for PS4, PS5, Xbox, PC, and Nintendo Switch. Um, The game will be released on December 31st. 2020. Joel's like, I think I'm going to pre-order it. I said, I don't think you'll have to pre-order it. I can't see there being a huge rush. <laughs> it's not going to go like out of stock within seconds. I can't see it. But, but yeah, I'm very excited. So, have you seen much about it? So. Oh, I've seen bits, yeah, and I'm really excited. I think from what friends are sort of saying, who are a bit more, uh, probably careful my words here, a bit more old school than me. Um, yeah. <laughs> they, they say they were sort of showing comparisons to No Mercy, which I know is one of everyone's favourite other wrestling games. So, um, no... Uh, it's with THQ, is it? Not yes. TK, yeah. And as I say, THQ, my favourite ever genre of wrestling game. So mm-hmm. no, I'm really excited. It certainly, I was, I'll definitely buy it as it's the first one. I say, but it'll be a case of dusting off the uh, the dust off my um, PlayStation <laughs> Four. So last game I bought, I think it was pretty FIFA 2000 and FIFA 21. Oh wow. Maybe yeah. I, I, <laughs> since I've moved out, I just don't play PlayStation games anymore. Um, but yeah, I will definitely buy that when it comes comes out. Just to, obviously, it's the first one and the excitement of it all. But uh, yeah, no, um, hopefully, is it? And also as well, we've been been the been a bit of a cheeky maybe as it's December thirty first. We might get it in the January sale. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it sounds really good. So it's called AW Fight Forever. It says it features a combination of nostalgic arcade wrestling feel. With the finishes and offensive moves of all your favourites, AW stars. It's got singles, tag team, three way, four way, ladder, casino battle royale, which I'm interested to see how they're going to do that. False count anywhere, unsanctioned lights out, exploding barbed wire matches, and on online multiple player matches. Yeah, that sounds class. Well, yes. I just hope, my biggest hope is they do a good storyline mode, because. Um, 
Ooh. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, I just feel that's what something that's been completely... I mean, that's just something that's been completely lacking, in my opinion. I mean, for me, I'm not one, really one about graphics and mm. actual general play mode. For me, I'm all about the storyline mode. So if they could um, yeah, get it, get a good storyline, okay. I'm, I'm talking like the... the, like the the just bring it here comes the pain. I was say, yeah, so, yeah. So shut your mouth, just bring it here. Comes shut your mouth, that's the one. Yeah. Yeah. Them storylines were great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All those lads. Yeah, and and kind of incorporate it with like what they do the universe mode because I really enjoy that making my yeah. own stuff. Yeah, so the storylines haven't been that bad. These, but it is just a you either you follow one character from match to match to match to match, and then you have to do things within the matches which I don't really like to make story points. Which I'm not really you know. Or the one I, I do like is you create your own wrestler and then you make your way up. But it sounds like it's going to be amazing, but you do the same match over and over again. And it's like, yeah. Mm. So, but it sounds like it sounds better, but I'm really looking forward to it. I think, I think they've got from proper games geeks on it, like Kenny Omega and uh, Aubrey Edwards. They're all, oh yeah, they're all putting what they want in it, so, so it should be amazing. Oh, that will be cool, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's going to be $60, so I think, what's that, 40 quid? I think about around that. Oh, that's so reasonable. Usually it's like 55 quid a game here now. Well, maybe, days, isn't it? Oh, maybe. Maybe it'll be 50. But, but, yeah, we'll move on to the Wrestling Observer reports that WWE have reached a deal with Sasha Banks and Naomi for them both to attend to WWE. There was rumours they are going to be on Raw last night, but they didn't turn up last night. But that's great news. It's kind of showing... I think if Vince was still there, there's no way in hell this was going to happen, but it's the respect they have for Triple H, and they can, they can see that the maybe the company's going to be in a completely different backstage now, and they can see, see a change. Absolutely. Well, I'll touch on Triple H a little bit more later on, with obviously the, the, the early signs, and, and obviously everything that happened at SummerSlam as well. But yeah, it does seem to be we're heading into, we're having positive talks, hopefully they should be back, should be back on the... Um, on the roster soon from what, from what we're gathering and it'll be yeah brilliant to see them back and as I say we will get into it later on about, about obviously the, how well how well SummerSlam was especially in the female division mm-hmm. and also just the general positivity that's coming out of WWE at the moment from backstage and well from all from all areas really so uh, no hopefully um, there'll be yeah welcome welcome additions that's the roster and, and, and as I say it's um, I, I think it's the matter of um, when or if now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's exciting. Because I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't. It's like a, a smudge, smudge on AEW, but I can't see it women, the top women, going. That's somewhere I want to go at the moment. Because Tony Khan, despite like Athena, hasn't done much since she's been there. I still don't think he's got this focus on women's wrestling yet. He's trying. He says he's trying, but you can tell that his things is. Heavyweight wrestling, tag team wrestling. That's what he likes. Yeah, I mean it's it's, it's difficult because they've um, yeah they I mean WWE have got the best women's division in the world. It's that's that's it. That is it. That is definitely it. Uh, it has improved the AW women's division. I think from what it started out. I mean when they were getting pelters. I mean especially in the early Dynamite days, they were. Um, but I think yeah they've slowly sort of added to the division well they built up good characters Britt Baker and Jay Cargill two two names to spring to mind that have gone from well they've just gone to major stars in my opinion um, and then yeah slowly adding to the roster bringing in some big names who um, well more so done 
incredible work on the indies as opposed to WWE in terms of booking, which of yeah. Ruby, Ruby, Ruby Soho, uh, Tony Storm. So, yeah, I think it's got better. But, yeah, as I say, I think WWE um, still miles ahead in terms of the female talent and, and the female division. Hmm. I, th- I think, I think for, for female talent would rather go impact or if they want to go to Japan to go to stardom but I just can't see like top top female talent ones go to AEW currently so that's probably a great way great reason why they'll go, go back to WWE as we saw yeah. Takai turning up at SummerSlam absolutely yeah I was going to say me years get called Eo Sky rather than Eo Shirai yeah, I say that. Just say that. So does he just not know what her name is? Why is he called it Eo Sky? Yeah, no, that's, uh, yeah. I, d- I don't mind it, but um, yeah, I, d- I don't mind the name. Out of all the name changes, that one's actually probably been one of the ones I'm, I'm mostly okay with. Um, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure I'll have lots of time in a couple of weeks. Where it's just. You know. Okay, uh, Fightful's re- reporting that an internal discussion to enhance the presentation of Tommaso Ciampa on the main roster. Some discussions have been talked about showcasing him in more matches and bringing back his excellent NXT theme. They will all survive. So, oh, I'm happy about this. So, and we can see it on roll, starting on Raw last night. So. Definitely. I mean, yeah, uh, as I say, it's, I think when, when these news changed, he was sort of one of the first wrestlers that you thought of that who were going to be sort of licking their lips um, with the news of the change that Trips is now running things. Um, and yeah, no early signs looking good on Raw. I mean, I think in working with The Miz, there's well, worse ways to have him sort of involved mm. in WWE. I mean, this is obviously a star. But yeah, I, I feel last night was certainly glimpses now. He's got a, ma- a big match next week for the United States Championship. But yeah, Getting his old theme bag will be brilliant. I'm, from a biased point of view, it's one of my favourite themes in, mm. in 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 the company. So get that back, and I think it kind of almost you can link into it by Ryan itself. But I mean, when the when the chain, when the turn does come with him, or, or Miz turning on him, or vice versa, him turning on the Miz and and mm. going babyface, that could be an easy way to sort of go into that sort of back to his sort of psycho killer um, NXT kind of babyface gimmick. Mm. Um, and also giving Tommaso back as well, which I hope happens. And that, and that, can, so. that could be a way as well, can't you? And if he cuts a babyface promo, just to say, oh, yeah, I'm Tommaso Ciampa again. So it's an easy way for it to be saved. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, yeah, really excited to see what they do with Tommaso, uh, going forward. Because, yeah, from, as I say, he's been one of my favorite wrestlers from, on the indie scene when I, when I first started following the indie scene of many years ago. Working XT has been great, and now, yeah, hopefully now that with this change, that we can see guys like him do really well on the main roster. Definitely, and Raw is in Cleveland next week, so could we see Gargano returning? <laughs> I mean... It's just a coincidence, so he's getting a title shot in Cleveland. <laughs> I, I keep saying, uh, whenever anyone pops up about, oh yeah, Triple H is looking to make a, a statement, <laughs> like, I just keep saying, this Rebel Heart is all I want to hear. Yeah, yeah. Um, but again, like we talked about with Sasha and Amy, I do stand by. I think it is going to be the matter of when Gar- both Garganos do return to WWE, mm. and um, and please make it happen. Well, there has been reports that multiple Lisa releases have said that if they knew this was going to happen, they wouldn't have left 
Yeah, yeah. They, they, they loved working under Triple H and NXT. So for working, working for him on the main roster would have been great. So. Yeah, I think we, we know how people, how much people loved NXT back in the black and gold day, black and gold brown days. Uh, we know how much respect Triple H had from, from a lot of the talent. So it's, like I say, it's, it's all, like the early signs of this trouble, like we mentioned last week on the show, where it was all was positive with Triple H taking charge. Like the excitement mm-hmm. from on the podcast last week was probably the, the most I've ever been in regards, regards to WWE going forward in all the years we've been doing this. So, <laughs> and um, that, that excitement's continuing. I mean, is so there's lots of positive sort of just vibes coming out of WWE at the moment, both from fans. From the talent, most importantly, um, even kind of, out of Raw last night, it was sort of one that everyone was, everyone could see there is starting to be a change. I know in the early, well, last week when he first got his hands on the product, you could even tell then there was the early glimpses. Nothing, I think they obviously still had the, well, the scripts all written for, for all the promotion. So we knew, we, and we knew it was never going, everything wasn't going to change overnight. We knew mm-hmm. the first night in Raw we weren't going to have uh, Gargano, Champa, <laughs> everyone turn up and it was going to be a complete NXT. That was never going to happen. That's, and it was still, but I'm sure I'm absolutely confident when we get round to WrestleMania next year, we're going to see a, a much better and a more Triple H based product. I'm, I'm sure of it in these early, these early signs are certainly positive and, and yeah, excited. Enjoy the ride is all I can say. It's, yeah. Yeah, I'm really excited to see where it goes. Oh, yeah, I just want to get on. If, if, I don't know. Uh, main roster similar to NXT 2008, circa 2018. Would be, so not to be exactly the same, but that type of vibe. Well, that's Everyone's that's exactly happy yeah. and everyone had input into the characters and the matches and storylines. People felt like they were getting listened to. That's, what, that's the vibe I was getting from people. When they went to the main roster, they thought that was all stripped. There is so many things that, like, that like, it doesn't have to be oh yeah, well this wasn't what happened in XT17, it doesn't have to be anything like that, but you're absolutely nail on the head, it's got a positive atmosphere, and just not the same garbage, each week is basically what most people are getting at, we don't want to see the same matchups each week on Raw and Smackdown, we want to have sort of just a feel, a fresher product sort of thing, Um, and that's what kind of Raw did feel like this week. It did feel like a fresh, a fresher mm. product. Not, not saying it was the complete package. I'm certainly not saying that. Uh, and it certainly wasn't the finished article or anything like that. But it, it did feel fresher. And as I say, I feel like we will when we come. I reckon and certainly when we come round to WrestleMania season um, next year, it will feel much different, and it will feel a bit more like the the great. NXT days and one one show I always like to just this always reminds me of was New Orleans 2018 NXT <laughs> because I was there yeah great show <laughs> yeah so that was the news as, as always in association with the best <laughs> the best Facebook page for wrestling news on the pro wrestling world link in the description if you want to go follow the page hi guys this is Echo Ree and this is the BBG Wrestling so last Saturday night was SummerSlam Coming into the matches, do you think people have more of a positive spin on this because it's Triple H's first pay per view under his era? And I think I, I came out of it like really buzzing, but then looking back on it, two matches? I'll probably go back and watch ever again. Maybe. Oh, I, I do completely get that. I think naturally, from a side, I think it's just the psychological, isn't it? Mm-hmm. That you look at it. If, if there was no announcement in the build up to this and it was just simply. Um, 
it was just simply uh, business as usual. No, there was no announcement over the over Vince McMahon, even Triple H joining, and we just were given a show. I suspect, yeah, it probably would be a more of a negative chat that we're having right now. Mm. Um, that like, okay, well, that was that was bang average. However, I think there is the I think there, as we know, there's been change, mm-hmm. and I personally think I'm a big fan of I'm a big fan of a show where I can't where not every match has to be a, an absolute classic. But if I can see there's general storyline telling to be done, and I can I can actually see that their storyline's progressing and we're heading in the right direction, if that makes sense. Yeah, cause I, 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 I did enjoy the show. Um, it kept, did make me excited to watch Raw yeah. coming out of it. So there, there was great things on it, but was, yeah. it was sandwiched by two great, great well, moments and storyline progression. So. You, you are absolutely right. I think the, the opening match and the ending were, were the best parts of the show. Mm-hmm. That, that is definitely it. And yeah, you, you could say it went a little bit stale through the show. Um, and again, I don't think matches were bad. I don't think the crowd, but the crowd weren't bad at all. The crowd, no. the crowd were yeah. great. I, I, th- I thought the atmosphere was amazing. Sometimes at stage, I'm sure you can get lots of atmosphere can get lost. But I thought it was great. Yeah, so, yeah. I, I thought it was brilliant as well. I, I just think, yeah, maybe there was some matches that you could have maybe had a little bit different. Um, or matches potentially you thought could have been a little bit better. Um, there's two matches that are that, that certainly spring to mind that that could have been better. Well, three matches actually, I'd say that could have been better. But yeah, I, I do, I do, I do agree with that. But then, as I say, this, this not, let's not make any bones about it. And this does happen also in in any paper AEW shows, for instance. We know sometimes it can go a little bit stale during the middle of shows. Yeah. That is, I think that's nature of running a pay per view or premium live or whatever you want to call it. Um, it, it, it's never going to be 10 out of 10 the whole way through. Every match is a classic. Every match has a complete storyline, uh, a, a great bit of storyline telling, uh, shocking moments, etc. <laughs> That's just nature of it. But I think from a, from a starting point of view, and given the fact that we knew this was this was Vince's script, there mm-hmm. was tweaks made, but, but it ultimately is still down to This was ultimately still Vince's script, which they didn't completely rip up and start again. Definitely. I think it was good. Yeah, so should we start with the Raw women's title match? So it was Bianca Bella versus Becky Lynch. I really enjoyed it. I think they could have gone with two different ways. You, you, I heard people saying Bianca should have won in 25 seconds to beat Becky because it'll be a year since Becky beat her in 26 seconds. Or you got this 20-minute classic. We got. Well, it wasn't perfect. There was a few botchy moments, I thought, but I think the passion of the both women in it. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, definitely. I think it's out of these, out of the two, um, out of all the matches these two have had, this is probably my favourite actually. Out of the ones they've they've had, mm-hmm. um, I thought it. Yeah, you could tell the passion. 100% agree with that. Um, and I just think it was a very good open to the show. The crowd were on it as well, which, as we was mentioned, really helped. Um, so yeah, I, was, I was really surprised this open the show. I thought it's going to be Judgment Day Mysterious. I thought we just have a quick, a dead fast tag match to open the show, but. But it's not how WWE are doing it at the moment. So they, they yeah, you have a big, huge match, and you finish with a huge match. I couldn't work out what was going to open as well. I, I was potentially they could open with the, um, uh, even with the um, Usos versus the Street Profits. Oh yeah, I, I was really, dis- really undecided what they were going to do. But um, no, I thought it was um, a really good opening to the show. Uh, and as I say, not certainly not the best matches they've ever had as well, just as wrestlers, but in terms of against each other, mm-hmm. it was my favourite out of the. Obviously, you can't really compare the SummerSlam match last year because that was obviously 
uh, that was a storyline at the moment. So, mm-hmm. but um, no, overall, I think this was a good, was a good match and um, certainly a very good opener to to the show. Yeah, and I think, I think yeah, the big storyline coming out was post. Yeah. <laughs> so first we had Bailey come out. Was it then Dakota and then he, uh, yeah? But they kind of came out, and I was like, are these? I don't know whether like these are going to be the next three challengers, but then it looks like they're together and they're going to be called control. I think. I think there's something about control. Everything, every every picture I see, they've got control above it or something. So, but it's yeah, it's I like I like these three. They don't they look better on Raw last night because they kind of had similar attire on last night. They had the, the greys yeah. and the blacks, so they so look more like a team. But yeah. When they came out, I was like, ooh. I, I didn't know how they wanted to do it. I was like, oh, these are the next three like, challenges. Sort of, yeah, it looks like it's going to be a group thing. I'm so excited. Factions, that's what we want. Factions. Exactly. Factions you know, and tag team wrestling. And yes. yes. It's almost like they listen to our podcast. I'm like, oh, okay, well, these lads really want... I mean, I know what these lads want, and this is what we'll get them. So, no, uh, you, you, you are right. It's. I think there was just so many... This was just brilliant in terms of everything that happened post-match. A uh, lot of time for the Becky face turn as well. Because yeah. um, I, I knew it was... I did think, given they probably want to go towards Becky Ronda at WrestleMania next year with Becky as the face and Ronda as the heel. Mm-hmm. I, I did think we were, it would be interesting when they start the Becky face turn and I thought this was the perfect way to do it. The handshake as well. I've got a lot of time. I think the referee out this, the sort of looking, oh no, they're bad, she's about to attack like. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of like, oh no, she, this is obviously blatantly her just luring her in to then turn it, obviously then to beat her up. So, no, I yeah. thought that was... It was, it, was good, it was a good story to tell about. It started with a handshake, which turned yeah. into a betrayal, and it finished with a handshake, which turned into a hug. And, yeah, genuine emotion on Bianca Villa's face when she was giving Becky that hug. It was like, wow. <laughs> and it, it really did just play into the moment, which I thought was was great. And um, like I say, and then we, as I said, we thought that was that, and then hearing Bailey's music was just, yeah, general pop. I really popped my, I was watching it and just only popped my tits off when that happened. So. Yeah, and then she came out and just, everyone's cheering, she's just putting her finger, middle finger on top of the fans. But yeah, she's still here. <laughs> And then I, I was like, oh, okay, that's the guy that they hear in Dakota's, Dakota Kai's theme. And I was like, I was like oh, I my recognise that theme. Well, yeah. She doing back. <laughs> that's, what, that's what threw me. I think I was like, oh, come on, that's... First I was like, oh, that's thing in NXT. I was like, no, but it's Dakota Kai, yeah? She's, uh, <laughs> she, she's back. Um, and then I did like as well, um, Corey Graves played it. goes, I didn't even think she was under contract anymore. So, yeah. um, uh, and, um, and then, yeah. Eos, I know we said about this earlier with Eos. Yeah, so out of all the NXT name changes, I don't mind this one, only because we know her as the nickname Genie, is it Genie in the Sky or Genie of the Sky? Empress of the Sky. Oh, Empress of the Sky. So, like calling that. it Eos Sky as opposed to Shirai, I don't mind too much. There's certainly a lot more massive dislikes. <laughs> uh, Butch. Uh, Gunther springing to mind for yeah. this. Um, this I don't mind too much. And um, yeah, you're right. When they came out, I wasn't sure. Oh, is it three separate challenges? But um, no, I thought I thought it was really cool. If they are a new faction, um, I, I think great. Especially especially if all three are going to be established as kind of a bit like almost like they did with the well the Shield post. Like you you created three new stars. So mm-hmm. if they can if they if, if they cannot make it all about Bailey, but if they can all kind of have their that's yeah. Say. I was, I, yeah, I'm scared that they'll do Bailey's the boss and then they're a tag team. I'm like, yeah, if they, if they just they're all equals, that could be interesting. 
that's really what I hope. And um, and uh, to be fair, I did get a bit of that vibe on Raw that it did look a bit like that. With um, uh, as I say, I, I, there again, their 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 development on Raw was was brilliant as well. Mm-hmm. It's, they, uh, they attacked better. I know you haven't seen Raw, but um. They had said they, well, I think you've seen the spoilers, right? I've, I've seen, I've seen, I've seen yeah. some, I watched some of it this morning. I saw where Becky got, uh, well, Becky has separated her shoulder legit and it looks like she's going to be out for four months. So she'll probably be back. Rumble, too? Rumble could be a good time to have her back. And to be fair, her winning the Rumble as a baby face probably is, it probably is a good shout, in my opinion. Um, but yeah, Bella, Bella, um, Bailey, Shirai and Dakota Kai, all early signs are really good with this. Um, mm-hmm. So I like them. The, they're the attack on uh, Bianca. Then later on, they attack Oscar and, and Alexa Bliss. So, um, yeah, it's uh, you've already got there. Right? Well, you've already got sort of, um, yeah, other six-round tag. You've obviously got yeah tag team there. So it, it, I think it's pretty cool that they're already there getting into, um, I think already on Raw, they were showing good signs of being a, a fraction. And, um, and it just felt a bit like, as I say, new. We haven't really had, I'm tr- off the top of my head, I'm trying to think of good female fractions. Then we had the, I think the, the Riot Squad that was a bit meh. Uh, and they, 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 they had their moments, but they were never like a, presented as a, like a main team, like the female shield or anything. Mm. Exactly that. We'd never really had, I think it's, again, it's more down to booking. Um, what's the other one? Uh, it was, I was Mag- thinking of. The Mandy Rose, Paige, Paige and um, Sonia, but then obviously that didn't help the fat Paige. A- 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 absolution, were they called? Absolution? Absolution? Absolution. <laughs> Fire and Desire? Or? That was the tag team, wasn't it? Well, I'm sure that um, was like Absolution. I think you're right, yeah. I think I think Paige but yeah, but, yeah, yeah, but I, yeah, I like Mandy Rose and Toxic Attraction, but I think they're really good on X2. Yeah. yeah, and that's another good stable that if you do bring them up, I'd like to see them come up as a, as a stable. Mm-hmm. Um, so, no, I mean, yeah, with this, I think this sort of was the first fring- fingerprint of Triple H's sort of reign, and it, it was so, I thought it was done to perfection, and again, it, it just sent the fans home, it, it got me excited, it got, I'm sure, loads of fans excited, and and it did feel like we are into this sort of new era. Again, I don't want to go well over the top and praise, because who knows, in a month's time, it could be, it, it could be all go stale, so now the task is to keep them relevant, keep mm-hmm. looking them well, and as I say, we'll see where this goes. I mean, already I'm trying to work out who I suspect will get Bianca Belair versus Bailey at the Clash. Yeah. But um, but as I say, Bianca actually wrestled. I know it. We she actually wrestled EO, um, Sky last night, which almost instantly worried me. I was like, oh no, hang on, if Bianca wins this, yeah, then um, that seems. I think they kind of got that done quite well actually. How they how they booked that last night as well. So. Um, yeah, we'll see where this goes. Because apparently, yeah, and apparently I was thinking with Bianca, I'd like to see her maybe carry the belt onto Survivor Series, where I think they might do the unification match at Survivor Series with, Ooh, yeah, yeah, with whoever's the SmackDown Women's Champion at the time. Um, but we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, and now, now there's a huge disparity between the Raw Women's Division and the SmackDowns. I think maybe was it Charlotte when she comes back? Rousey looks like she's having some time off. Liv Morgan as champion. It's, it's, but on Raws, you've got Alexa Bliss, Asuka, the, the, free, the free control girls, and Becky Lynch all could be viable number one contenders. 
unless Sasha and Naomi go to SmackDown. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah that's the, I think that's the only way they could do it. They'd have to do it that way. <laughs> well, yeah, you're right. Um, yeah, I think, yeah, there, there, there certainly is. And well, we know SmackDown, I think, a few months ago, isn't it? Everything, like five active women wrestlers on the, yeah. <laughs> on the whole brand. So, yeah, um, I, I think as well when you've got a two-hour show as opposed to three, it's always going to be slightly smaller. But, mm-hmm. yeah, you are right. I think at the moment, yeah, Raw has got that slightly stronger. But, yeah, as you say, it's, I think it's now it does leave me with a bit of confidence that, yeah, they probably do know they're aware of this. It's not just going to be um, passed by um, and that they will, I'm sure, have plans in place for this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we move on. So then we had um, Logan Paul versus The Miz. This was pretty good. <laughs> I thought there were some good high spots in it. I did that, yeah, that um, frog, frog splash onto the table was really good. Yeah. The form of art forearm, I'm sure, used the wrong arm. <laughs> or he wasn't quite in the centre because something didn't quite look right about it. But yeah, it was good. <laughs> I'm not probably going to go back and watch it ever again. It set, it set up the AJ Styles Tomasa Jumper feud, so I'm happy about that. <laughs> but. It depends with Logan Paul. If he's going to be like a full-time wrestler, I could get behind it. But if he's just going to turn up two or three times a year, maybe do the Saudi show, I'm probably not that probably can't really get invested in him. Really. Yeah, it's going to be a difficult one with Logan Paul. I mean, first of all, he will praise him. I thought the match was was good, really good match. Mm-hmm. Uh, he does look like he's another one. Of the, he's, he's going to be a star, isn't he? He's going to get, um, albeit maybe a different attraction of audience, like even my friends who aren't wrestling well sort of just very very casual fans will call it the next day I was like oh Christ did you see Logan Paul was in WWE this weekend um, but his match actually was quite good so um, it's going to get eyes on it regardless of their wrestling fans or not but um, yeah I think it's how they yeah how they sort of clearly he's going to be doing these main shows but if they can try and convince him to actually hang around and build up a bit of TV sort of char- a TV character about and then mm. hopefully yeah, that, that will be, then there will be a bit more investment into him from, from the crowd. Because I think the highlight of this, to me, was what the biggest pop of this was, yeah, when AJ Styles came out, to be honest with you, when his yeah. music went off. So. Yeah, that's it. That's, that's the bit I enjoyed the most was when him and Tomasso was like, ooh, oh, I can't wait for an AJ Styles Tomasso champ for you. That's, that's all I thought about this match. <laughs> Well, I think it was a bit clever doing that, to be honest, because mm. there's a good chance that the crowd potentially might have not been sold into this. Um, given this was Logan Paul's first one-on-one match, am I right in saying? Yeah, I think yeah, he's only, he's, had, he's only had the side So this could have gone pear-shaped, but it didn't. So I think having Champer and AJ Styles as like the kind of the oh get a bit of eyes on that, as opposed to everyone just staring at the match, mm-hmm. um, yeah, would have been helpful. But yeah, I think overall it did help, and then it was yeah, I think it, it was it was a good match. Yeah, Miz is the perfect person to do as well. So he's such a safe oh, yeah. hand. And yeah, he had Maurice on the back, on the outside to do, to do shenanigans and stuff. So it was, yeah, it wasn't just a straightforward match. But I did, I said, I did enjoy it. I said, I mean, and he's, cause I'm not, I, I'm not invested at him as Logan Paul. So I'm not really a celebrity follower. So I don't really know much about him. But he does some boxing and he's a YouTuber. That's about as much as I know. I don't know much about him outside that. So I need to get invested in as a wrestler. <laughs> Yeah, same. Uh, I'm not really, in, uh, yeah, don't know but too much about him until he joined um, WWE before WrestleMania last year, wasn't it? When he left, was he it had, all? Yeah, he had, a, he had a boxer match with KSI. That was the first time I'd heard of him. <laughs> so much I know, boss. He's probably making me sound really old, so this is. <laughs> what is a YouTube? <laughs> I enjoy YouTube. I just, it's, if it's not, 
geeky stuff or wrestling, I don't tend to watch it. It's probably my third favourite part of the show. The maximum male models pure uh, water paddle it or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm glad it was just a, it was just a backstage thing they didn't cause they've been doing like these silly adverts during matches and stuff like they did they had that Pizza Hut one <laughs> New Day Pizza Hut one I can't remember the trip they came out during the match and, yeah, and, the, and the zombie match but I'm glad this was just a short that's hilarious <laughs> Yeah, the thing is, I'm, I, I really was hoping that, because um, I was told that LA Knight wasn't working with this lot anymore, so I was like, yeah. oh, okay, well, hopefully they're going to give him name, back his name, LA Knight, and he's just going to act like he's never been involved with this lot ever. <laughs> yeah, that's how it's as well. <laughs> hopefully when Trevate does read it, he might uh, think of that. I mean, to be fair, this isn't the word. If, if I would like this a little bit more if LA Knight wasn't actually involved with it, because I think, yeah, having people doing these sort of advertisements with, like, when you've actually got to do an advert for, I don't know, like a drink, or in this case, a water bottle, I don't think it's the worst thing having, like, it using it almost in a gimmick, especially mm-hmm. if the other guys, the other two, what was it, Mansour and um, Mace, or whatever, or whatever their new names are. Mar- Marseille and... Marseille. Marseille and... It's Mansour. Man- Mansoir. Mansoir. Mansoir and Marseille, the cut. In fairness, if they've got no other real sort of plans for them, then I kind of don't mind this. I, I think Mace to... looks amazing in this role. I'm just not quite on Mansoor yet. Being I've a never male really model. been a big fan of Mansoor, to be honest. So, um, I think Mace I'll... looks great in this. Can he does, yeah. yeah. He, 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 he's... But yeah, if you can put them as a, together as a tag team mm. uh, with Maxine as the manager, then I don't think there's. I don't think it's disastrous, to be honest with you. They should have brought back Tyler. Tyler Breeze. Well, that was the one, yeah, the one who springs to light and then also <laughs> a very good wrestler. <laughs> Not that the other two aren't. <laughs> I heard that he's retired. Oh. I know I I Fandango's out as Dirty Dango on the Indies, which I'm sure I've heard that. Oh, he's only doing very limited appearances. He's got, he's got a training school with Sean Spears. I'm not sure if he's actually wrestling anymore. I'm sure I've heard that. Next... US title, Theory versus Bobby Lashley. Complete squash, Bobby Lashley. I did like the ending there. I did like how he, he ju- um, Theory jumped off the ropes into a press slam that then got dropped into the, the hurt lock. I thought that was, a, was really well done, but this didn't do much for Theory. He's, since he's won the briefcase, he's 7 and 0 defeats. He hasn't won a match. Yeah, I think if we're going to watch the obviously very positive, I think one thing, I think coming out of this whole night he just looks like a complete loser is the only way to really describe theory out of this night um yeah and i think this is one of two matches that i think because i I was full of praise about this match at money in the bank um more Mm -hmm. so given how over bobby lashley was it was nice it was nice to have the, the, the title change there but yeah this was just a bit of a squash the crowd weren't really into it as much as they were at money in the bank and um yeah, I'm not saying that. I think, yeah, Bobby Lashley definitely should have won. Don't get me wrong, but to have it in such a squashed fashion um, against someone who's potentially well, going to be the he, next. Well, he beat him down the briefcase, and then that didn't lead into the match at all. Kind of just brushed that off. Oh, you just hit me with a briefcase, and then just battered. <laughs> yeah, it was all. Of, this was probably the lowest point of the night, I would say. Um, and, um, yeah, as I say, more because I actually had a bit of expectations there. So I was thinking, oh, because I always look for a match to actually beat the 
the, the match, well, the, the previous match between the two. Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe that's expectations, which maybe I should try and calm down a bit on. But, um, yeah, I, I really just, yeah, didn't really get any of this at all. Uh, as I say, happy Bobby Lashley won. Um, and what I will say as well about the United States Championship, good to see it won on a pay-per-view for, for goodness sake, but also the next yeah. night on Raw actually making it feel very important. There was a couple mm-hmm. of triple threat matches. Uh, obviously, we know we've already mentioned it about Tommaso, who ended up winning that. So, and then there was there was promos. They also even put Booker T on commentary for one match just to put the belt over. So, yeah, they had a, um, a JBL like big package yeah. about the history of the US title. This is really cool. Awesome. Yeah, and it's simple stuff like that just to make us feel a bit unnerved. Again, oh yeah, this is probably a bit of trips. Is okay. Yeah, we need to make the mid mid card titles feel a bit more. Uh, yeah, a bit more, well, so people don't forget about them, and they are important titles, so... I still can't believe um, the IC title hasn't been on pay-per-view since Walter won it. And it still hasn't been on pay-per-view since WrestleMania 37, so... <laughs> the streak goes on in that sense, so... Mm. Well, I'm hoping, yeah, on SmackDown we might get similar as well about the Intercontinental, because, yeah, he on Triple H will know that the Intercontinental titles, they've not been presented well for a while... And um, and again, I'm not going to get over the top with this because we do even see this sometimes with WWE, even even in the in the Vince days where they would they would like literally show a bit of interest in the title for about a month and then they don't. So this is now the point they've done well. They've brought it back up now. It's just needs to see a bit of consistency with this going forward. And you've got a very credible champion as well in Bobby Lashley. So all the sort of the everything's kind of there, ready for it. It's just now keeping it going consistently going forward with the mid-card belts, certainly with this, the United States. I, 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 I think they just need to bring a bit of identity to them. Like back in the day when the Intercontinental title was the title you won before you, go, you went up to the, the main events, it was like, it was like you're, they're giving you this title to prove that you can main event the house shows because you have an A show and a B show and the Intercontinental used to main events, the B shows. So it was like it's your proven ground to show that you're main event worthy. So do you just put a bit of yeah, bit of identity around them, like, like the the US Open Challenge. That's like the Open Challenge belts, and this is the workhorse proven and main event level belts. Just rather than just being, oh, he needs a belt. Let's put that on him. So, yeah, so yeah, absolutely. And the mid card, they should be fun. They should just be mm-hmm. fun, fun matches to watch. Um, and I did also like when Bobby Lashley goes, I'd love to defend this belt every week if I, if I can. So mm. I know naturally when we say that, we're always the first words to come to head is, oh, the John Cena open challenge, because that was great. But um, you don't even need to do that every week. You just need to just, yeah, constantly have challenges in the, in, in the, uh, just in, in the weight really for them. Yeah. Uh, what I loved about the open challenge was everyone, and just, just great wrestlers up and down the car, just, yeah, going at John Cena. It was just, yeah, it was, it was fun. If they did that again, I just have, just give everybody like ten minutes. Just have a great match. Just, yeah, it's no storyline. Just have a fun match. And, and it's easy, simple ways to put bring someone up from NXT as well. They just randomly mm. come out. So yeah, they did the wonders for Sami Zayn in that one match with Bret Hart put him over. Yeah, yeah, that's nice. Oh yeah, as well. Yeah, to get also as well. Yeah, simply do it in your in the hometown, and you can't really go wrong. <laughs> What you'd like to think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, next, Judgment Day versus Mysterios. I don't get how a non-DQ tag match is in a tornado tag match. If it's non-DQ, why would you tag in and out? You <laughs> um, can't count you out. If you both stay in the ring, you can't count to five and disqualify you. So why would you stay on the outside? I don't care. <laughs> but, but this match was all right. It's just the vehicles to bring back 
Red Edge. Brood Edge, Vampire Edge. I don't know. It's, I don't, I'm not quite sure if I liked his new look. I think it, I don't know. I'm sure it'll grow with me, but I didn't really like the big red jacket. And, yeah, and they must, the, the, the crowd must have just been watching them put this set together in the in the aisleway, just waiting, just waiting for Edge to come because nothing else is going to happen with that set. Yeah, I mean, um, I, I did think this was the most predictable kind of match of the night. Mm-hmm. Um, with Edge kind of, I think we all knew Edge was always going to be returning. It probably was going to be at SummerSlam. So, yeah, I think. And I think, again, the worry of this is, my worry is now Judgment Day, they just going to slowly fade away, um, which, yeah, it just, uh, yeah, I, I'm just a bit concerned about where they go from here. Um, they, well, again, well they, I, I, like I said, that Triple H likes all three of these guys. He, like, he loves Priest, he loves Finn Balor, he loves Ripley, so I'm hoping he's going to just, yeah, maybe reset like, from, from maybe next week or from the next pay-per-view. Just do a full reset on Judgment Day. Let's just start again. It's, it's, it's a great, it's something great, something great could come out of it. I think. I, 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 kind of, the whole point of kicking Edge out was to be better, and they've lost so much since they kicked them out. So they need to like maybe take them off tally for a couple of weeks, and then just bring them back to batter Edge in a couple of weeks. <laughs> this needs something. Yeah, these are three of Triple H's favourites, so hopefully he'll do something great with them. Yeah, no, as I say, I'm prepared to give it a um, a go um, with them. And I, I think, yeah, again, this was probably already, this one was booked to always happen with Edge returning mm-hmm. with this. Um, and then, yeah, it's the Mysterios. It's what what do you really do with them? Do you potentially get Dominic in the group and have him turn on Ray? I know it must feel like I've been talking about Dominic turning on Ray for, for years, but... Um, <laughs> I think I was, quite, I was surprised that he. I, I was thinking he could have turned on him last night, and then Edge could have. That why Edge would have came out to help his friend. Yeah, I, I was thinking potentially that last. Yeah, that would have. Yeah, the way to start before the match even begun, it became a two and two match to a three on one handicap match or <laughs> four on one if you want to include Ripley, and then yeah, Edge comes out to stop the beatdown. But yeah. I mean, and I will say it wasn't actually the worst match in the world as well. No. It was actually, it, it was a good match, but it just, I think it, it all just felt like we knew where exactly where it was kind of going. Yeah, I just, I said, I didn't, I didn't get the no DQ bit. I, I knew that to feed into the end, the needs to make it no DQ, but why, why would you attack it and out of the no DQ match? It's a bit of a wrong confusion. So, but yeah, I don't like that Finn Balor got pinned. And he needs to get a proper. Rachel was saying he needs a proper leather jacket with spikes on, like the other two have. So it looks weird him coming out in his like tracky jacket, and the rest of them have all these leathers with spikes on. And yeah, he didn't quite fit in. So, Rachel says, but yeah, I, I can see good things going forward for the Judgment Day. Now, I hope so. Uh, yeah, I, I do. I do hope so. And um, yeah, as I say, Finn and Priest are two of trips. Ah, oh, three of them. Yeah, you, you rightfully said all trips guys. So mm. um, yeah, it'll be. Yeah, I, I'm hoping it will be in, improvement. Next, does Happy Corbin vs Ma- Ma- Pat McAfee? I love his entrance. <laughs> McAfee's entrance, <laughs> having the choir singing about it. Was he, was he called a bulldoz something? Um, <laughs> but it was fun. It was fun. Yeah. It was. I think it was, it was, I don't know, it, it just every move Pat McAfee did looked very near to he's about to botch it and then somehow does it. <laughs> so, 
Like he was on the top rope when he was about to do the somersault off the top rope, and he kind of he was waving back and forward, uh, and then yeah, somehow got his balance at the last second and did the move. It was fun. It's yeah, I, I didn't enjoy this as much as his match at Mania against Fury. No. Whether that's better opponent, who knows? Uh, crowd were more up for it against Fury than 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 this. But um, it was okay. The match, don't get me wrong, it wasn't a bad match. Um, was it a classic match? No, no. but it, it was okay. It was fine. I'd say. I'd say that if you can do a star rating, it'd probably be three stars out of five. Um, Pat, McAfee, uh, Pat McAfee, sorry, is a star, and I, I do. I, I'm just a huge fan of all his work he's done on uh, both in commentary and I think when, clearly when he's in the ring, he's good. Right, we saw his matches, but even when he was in, on the NXT days, so. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the fact they've got him under contract for a while as well is just great news. And um, I don't think this rivalry's been the worst rivalry as well. Um, with the, yeah, I think right. I think there's been some pretty good stuff with Corbin attacking McAfee from behind. So, uh, yeah, it, I think everything about this was good. Okay, so I'm not going to give it praise. And it was it was amazing, but it's equally certainly it, was, it definitely wasn't bad or anything like that. I like the commentary on this, though, because Cole was so... Pro McAfee and um, Corey was so pro Corbin because they're both friends of each of them, and it's like it's, and this and this I think this is where Cole came out of his shell a bit. Yeah, you could tell Vince wasn't in his ear on this. Well, there was even the little nod to it, wasn't there? Yeah. When um, uh, 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 Graves goes, uh, I much preferred you when you were well uh, you, on, you on had, a leash, you had, or you had no opinion or something. Yeah. Yes. And Cole was like, a lot of things have changed in the last week. So, no, um, and Cole was getting pr- on the subject of Michael Cole. Uh, I know he's never been everyone's cup of tea, but if you think all the years of having Vince in his ear screaming, telling him what to do, he is definitely the voice of WWE. He's earned a job for life. But I think with me, one, one, one show that always stands out for me about Michael Cole, about how good he was, was the, do you remember the UK show? The first the one. Show. Yeah. Exactly. He was brilliant, and so I think, yeah, if you have got him to be more loose, um, he'll be outstanding. So, yeah, I'll add to the internet uh, praising Michael Cole. I'd certainly agree with all of that. And um, and also to all of them now, it's a chance for all of them to say, I think, um, even Raw last night, I've always, I think he's all good. Jimmy Smith was pretty good on Raw last night as well. Mm-hmm. Probably the best I've seen Graves as well. Um, Spiron so, Saxon, Spiron Saxon. Saxon. Yeah, he seemed a bit more vocal last night, though. Saxon. I think he's okay. I think Saxon's all right as part of a three. Mm. Um, uh, yeah, I think he's he does have good chemistry with Graves. I think um, so. They're all fine, but yeah, I think now it's the good chance to see that. I don't think the, co- the commentary is certainly not. So you'd look at or what needs to change. If you look at both commentary teams, that's not a thing that's a cause for concern or anything like that. Yeah. So, uh, but no, just wanted to say yeah, huge huge credits to, to Michael Cole. Mm. Okay, next was. Drew McIntyre came out and did a little chat. He said, he said let's talk about uh, Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns for the first time ever in Nashville. In a last man standing match. Then asked the little boy, what's your name? He goes, Colt. For the first time ever in front of Colt. <laughs> he said, I thought that was quite fun. Just having a little bit of fun. But a little, maybe a little dig at Vince's book. And play, but yeah. Matches over and over again. But was, yeah, I thought that was quite fun. And, and it didn't go on for 15 minutes. It was just a couple of minutes. Hi. Yeah. I'm, I'm the number one contender for the next show. Well, I think that's good. I think that was a perfectly good thing of doing. I mean, we don't need to have... Um, you don't need to just have a match for the sake of having a match. Yeah. Um, uh, so you could say, uh, under Vince, uh, he would have came out and then Butch and 
Saturday night fight yeah. record. They all came out and it would have been like a two minute squash match with Butch. Like, no, just, this is nice and easy. I would have liked the him versus Sheamus match from SmackDown to be on this show because I thought that was a great match. Yeah, it was a bit weird that that wasn't. You'd think, yeah, from pay per view leading to another pay per view, that probably mm. would have been the um, the match to have on this show. So that was a bit surprising, but I suppose they're going to be. We'd have probably moaned that. Oh yeah, it's one match too many for this. Show. <laughs> so uh, no, I, I think yeah, probably should have um, been on this show. Uh, but it is what it is. I think yeah, I'm happy they did show Drew in some. Capacity, mm-hmm. um, a bit like what they kind of do in AEW. Some even just when they do a basic commentary, like when it's usually Shivani on the on the rampage on the uh, rampage on the rampage, <laughs> um, just doing an interview. So yeah, I think I think it's fine doing doing stuff like that to keep obviously so the crowd know he's number one contender. I thought that was that was fine. Yeah, definitely. Then next was the unified tag team title match: Usos with Street Profits with Jeff Jarrett for some reason as guest referee. Still don't hundred percent. Is he just that he's from Tennessee? So they don't up. That's the only way I can think about why is he the referee. But this was all right. I think there's absolutely no point in having Jeff Jarrett as the referee. I can't, I can't, I can't see. It just seems to be a vehicle to slightly, slightly make uh, maybe a split between the street profits. That's the only thing I can see. So um, Montez Ford was going to say frustrated towards the end of the match. I really wanted the Street Profits to win, so I was, I was pretty gutted. And to be fair, like with this again, like going back to the Money in the Bank, the Money in the Bank match was much better. That was brilliant. Yeah, that was, that, was, yeah. that was well my match tonight at Money in the Bank. I thought that was amazing. This was okay, like but as you said, it was okay. It wasn't. Like, you as I always look for a match the better than the previous, and this wasn't this. And the, the whole the whole point of having a new special referee was that the old referee missed the shoulder going up, but that didn't play into the finish at all. No, it so, didn't. So, it, so, so it was, I didn't see the points. <laughs> all very pointless having Jeff Jarrett as the referee, as much as I like Jeff Jarrett. And I heard he looked pretty good on Ric Flair's final match. Yeah, uh, yeah. I've heard, heard, seen the highlights of the final of the, the match. It looks pretty good, doesn't it? So. <laughs> I just still can't get uh, Ric Flair wrestling at 73 out of my head. So It, lo- it looked like, yeah, I only saw the <laughs> very limited highlights of it and it looked a crazy match. <laughs> but I, I think, yeah, I would have just much rather seen this as a stipulation, be it a ladder match or a cage match. Um, I just think that would have been much better. And, I, and more probably, I'd like to have seen the Street Profits win. Um, so I'm pretty, yeah, pretty gutted that we didn't get the Street Profits win. And yeah, I think this match, I think this match was the one I had the most expectations for, so that, that didn't deliver. So it was a, yeah, a bit disappointing this in terms of the fact we went from such an amazing match at Money in the Bank, expectations were sky high, thinking, oh, how can I better the match before? But sadly they didn't. And even more so, the referee had nothing to do with anything really in terms of this. So yeah, I think it was all a bit of a, yeah, a bit underwhelming. This is part of the, um, yeah, and I think this is where it kind of goes a little bit critical. I think had this been a um, had this been a sort of five star match, then you would have probably looked at some of and gone, okay, well it started off brilliant. There was a brilliant match in the middle, then it ended mm-hmm. brilliantly. So mm-hmm. yeah, I think this was where the where it kind of went a bit. Um, yeah, this is where kind of the frustrations, I suppose, if you want to call it that, stemmed from. Yeah, because I can't really see who, because I'm guessing this should they've beaten them clean in the last couple of shows. So you've got so real reason why Street Profits should get another title match. So, but I can't see who you'd throw in because um, the Viking Raiders and New Day are kind of in a thing and Alpha Academy are kind of in a thing. And it's like, 
Unless the... Oh, yeah. I can't see who you'd throw together. Unless Riddle and Orton... But they have both injured. So, so. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting what they do at tag teams now. I think, yeah, you've got the Alpha Academy with their heels. Um, already on that. Oh, you've got the, yeah, the uh, Viking Raiders who have just returned, but they're their heels as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got the New Day, but do we really want to see the Usos versus the New Day again? I, I can answer that no. <laughs> um, as much as they always do have okay, well, you know, in the past they've had amazing feuds and matches, but it's been done to the death. Um, the only other way is do you then call up another, do you just call up a tag team uh, from NXT? But even then I'm sort of okay. thinking of... Oh, Damn in mind because MSK is not there anymore. See, MSK would have been perfect to come up, but mm. obviously stuff out of everyone's control. Then even I can't even think of the even on the I don't really follow the NXT UK. There's even any text. I know they've just called up pretty deadly to NXT, but here mm. was as well. Um, yeah, I can't really think of any babyface tag teams really on on NXT at the moment. So. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, it is a bit, this is, an, again, you'll know, Triple H will know this is a bit of a, a, certainly a weak area that needs to get better, and I'm sure it will. Um, I swear there's tag team, I'm forgetting of one, one of the shows that, obviously got the New Day, Seamus' buddies, their heels, I swear on Raw I'm thinking there's another tag team. Mm. Um, no one's jumping out at me. Yeah, no, I think we might be, no, I think we might be lost here, yeah. <laughs> get more tag teams in, then is basically the moral of the story. DIY. DIY uh, there. Bye next week. So come Cleveland, and then you'll hear Rebel Heart. And then... <laughs> cool. Uh, next. Uh, they showed Kid Rock kissing somebody in the crowd, and John, when that happened, Riddle came out the crowd and wants Seth Rollins to come out. So she tries to stop Riddle and Seth, um, Seth interacting, but then Rollins just kissed Dumpton. And left Riddle lying in the middle of the ring. Apparently, they want they want they want to do this at Clash of the Castle, so that's why this match wasn't on this show. They didn't want to do it two times, two pay per views in a row. I've heard. So. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't completely against this this little segment. Uh, I know Seth Riddle was a match I was really looking <coughs> forward to, mm. um, but fair enough, it's been pushed to the Clash of the Castle. That's fine. And this kind of keeps the storyline going for it. I did like the fact that, yeah, they all looked well shocked when Riddle just came out, like it wasn't supposed mm. to be happening sort of thing. That was, Corey Graves, I think, did a very, yeah, did, acted this very well when he looked good. You can tell, like, and I think the camera angle was quite good in this as well, because it was, it wasn't like so blatantly obvious, oh, we're just kind of the audience. This did literally mm-hmm. happen like it wasn't supposed to kind of happen, if that makes sense. A bit like one that was springs to mind is Seth from that NXT takeover where he just came into the ring and then, Obviously, called tried to call Triple H out at the time. So, yeah, um, yeah, no, I wasn't totally against this. Um, again, it was like a nice, quick, short cut. It wasn't like this rabbled on for ages where it was waiting for Seth, waiting and waiting and waiting for Seth mm. to come out. It was um, a quick brawl. Naturally, it was obviously already injured, so Seth would have the upper hand. Um, so, no, I thought it was fine. And yeah, yeah, right. I think, and I think this, the, giving this more time to build to Clash is only a good thing, in my opinion, because the. Yeah, I think it only had what otherwise it would have been just what, a simple three-week build to the match at SummerSlam. So mm-hmm. if you're giving it another four weeks to reach boiling point, then I'm all for that. Yeah, definitely. Okay, next is SmackDown Women's title, Liv Morgan versus Rousey. I'm not sure how... If I like... I don't, I don't know how to feel about the way they're booking Liv. Um, I could uh, leave make her more confident and maybe 
in a couple of months to go back to a match with Ronda and this kind of you can look back at this match and she's countering things that Ronda was doing in this match. But she just seems to get battered the whole match. I was like, is that how you book your champion? But if if this is a start of the like the sh- oh, I can't think of the word. Like the storyline that we're gonna get live to Ronda's level over the next couple of months and in a couple of months I have the same match and you can see the progression of Liv. Yeah, I mean, from the face of it though, if you go, you've got an underdog baby face, Liv Morgan versus the baddest woman on the planet, Ronda Rousey. In my opinion, I would have had Ronda just win it because it makes the most sense. I just don't believe how Liv, Liv can actually beat Ronda clean. I just don't think that yeah. would work. I just don't think it's believable. However, the way they did this was quite clever. I, li- I, li- I, li- I, like, I like the end of it. I, I think that's the best way they could have done this. Um, the fact that it's a shock win that you don't even know if Liv actually generally was the winner, so the ref just has to make the call there and then. Um, mm. That was fine, and it also did. Oh, I like how they did it. I like how she she tapped on the sec on the second on the two counts. So yeah, so she should have won. Ref and say it. Yeah, I like it. I, I thought that was all really clever, and again, adds to the result like I mentioned at the start the storyline telling and. Ronda turning heel was always going to happen, I fear, if ever since the cash, well, not fear, uh, but it was always going to happen ever since the cash-in. Um, obviously, there was cries that she should have just turned heel there and then, but I quite like the way they've done this. I thought, yeah, fair enough, it was nice having me, the, 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 I suppose not the hug at the time, because I said that was a bit weird, that you would be so pissed off that you'd just been cashed in and you wouldn't hug, but... Yeah, I think you could have just had this. Uh, obviously, yeah, you knew it was brewing from there. So I think I was all for the hill turn being confirmed at this show. Um, with her losing it, I think it was almost like they've just pushed it one step too far, which makes sense given that, yeah, she cashed in on her. Now she's won by fluke. It would naturally turn you heel. So, yeah, um, I'm, I'm fine with the way they've done this. I'm sure we will get Ronda as the champion at some stage. I would say. Probably, is she going to be at Clash, did you say, or is she taking some time? Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, she's been fined and suspended. Oh, yeah, of course. We've yeah. announced, so I think she just didn't want to travel to the UK. <laughs> <laughs> so I, well, think, I, think she, I think she's going to take a few, few months off of her kid, I think. So, so she'll probably do the Saudi, will she do the Saudi show? They'll probably get her in for that, won't they? Well, there is, yeah, ex- yeah there's extreme rules after Clash, but... Yeah, I, I'd suspect the blood, the Saudi money will. will I can see, pay. I, can, I can see Charlotte being back soon. Yeah, you got Charlotte. Well, I, my thinking behind all this is, I think we'll get Ronda heel versus Bianca at Survivor Series, where mm-hmm. Ronda wins, and then oh, the unification match. That's and the unification. Then, then Becky wins the Rumble, yeah. and that's how they get to the. Oh yeah, okay. and that's how they get to Mania for Becky Ronda, which Becky wins, I suspect. Uh, it sounds like Ronda's got to retire after after, after Mania. I think she's only signed up to the next Mania. Oh, is she? That's a shame. We've heard all this before, though, about wanting to, yeah. to stop. So as long as you can always just give her, like, don't give her, like, weekly TV here and there and everything, like that they do with some of the men, like Brock, for instance. So I mm. think you can keep Ronda as a as a big star rather than having her as a weekly uh, wrestler. I think that's fine, personally. Um... So, yeah, but um, I think that they got this all spot on. Maybe I'd have liked, as I say, I think if you're not going to have Ronda beat Liv, like we, we said this last week on the when we did our predictions, I said it would be Ronda that wins, or if you're not going to have her just beat Liv, you're going to have to then just do either a screwy finish or... Shinner. 
Against, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. I think this was the perfect way to do it to keep obviously Liv as a as the underdog baby face, but also to cement. I just, I, yeah, I, I loved how they filmed it. So when they went to like the replay, they went to the replay. It's like oh, the ref, the ref just counted it, but then they went to a, a different one, and then that's when you saw the the tapping out. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah. So I, I liked how they showed that as well. So, like, so yeah, well, it makes it feel more serious and actually like an actual sport rather than. Mm-hmm. Yeah, rather than obviously something that's obviously been scripted, rather than mm-hmm. no, it has, but it just makes that feel a bit more genuine. Yes. Then it's our main events. WWE Universal title match, Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar, last man standing. <laughs> the last time Reigns. ever. The last time ever. Brock will be right to the ring on a tractor. He said, <laughs> so, but I thought, when he was coming down the aisle, I was like, oh, that's, that's narrow, that for a tractor, but he didn't, bro. <laughs> he got it all <laughs> so, But that's, did you just spend the whole batch going, when's the tractor gonna get involved? When's the tractor gonna get, what, how are you gonna get the tractor involved? Because <laughs> I thought this was a pretty bog standard Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar match until the tractor got involved. It was just still all like, signature move, signature move. Finisher, how, how they usually do these matches. They're both like, oh, just get the tractor involved. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll ask and you shall receive. <laughs> what do I say? Oh, I, don't, I don't know where to start on this because I was just. Oh, you would have been pissed off if you paid for it on the other side, the other side of the ring where they picked the ring up. <laughs> you wouldn't you oh, yeah, see anything. I thought of that, yeah. <laughs> I never actually thought of that. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so and, and I, yeah, I always assume that you've listened to our review, you've seen the show. So <laughs> the way the box just came in, and he, he didn't quite get it underneath, so he just pushed the ring, <laughs> and then he had to go back and come back and go a bit lower, and then pick the ring up. I was like, oh. but uh, if you do that, that's the big part of the match that should have been leading to a finish. But then it, another ten minutes after that, of them just whacking each other in the head, and they go one, two. To ten, no, to nine, and then he gets up, and then you do another big move to nine, and then he gets up. You're like, you just did the biggest spot of the match, you know? Yeah. Are we giving this spot of all time? <laughs> I, I mean, a spot, it's a spot they're going to show in video packages forever. No, oh, of course they will. I just love Cowboy Brock. <laughs> um, I think they had lots of stuff that could have made this great, but I don't know. It's just, it just seems to add bits on to like. And theory, I, I don't know what theory's plan was when he cashed in because you can't make a last man standing match into a triple threat. Yeah, actually, that's a good shout. To be fair, um, unless he was going to make it just a normal triple threat, but then you yeah. have to pin him in the ring, which is on its side. <laughs> so it just made no sense. That's true. I never actually thought again. Think of that as well. I, I, I quite liked it though at the time. I was like, because how they're going to? I think that kind of solved the theory issue of how they cash him in. I mean, my first thinking was, oh, the way they get about it is just have like someone like Dolph Ziggler who is feuding with at the time, just super kick him or something backstage. So, um, when he's trying to come out, but no, I thought that was quite. A, I think because it was a nod to the obviously not to WrestleMania 31 mm-hmm. uh, with Seth Rollins coming out so that was fine I think the way they attacked him was fine as well keeps the briefcase obviously with Fury for now but again it goes back to my earlier point of Fury just the whole show has just made him look like a complete idiot really. yeah, yeah. just a complete <laughs> loser yeah so and it wasn't he just took one F5 and he's on the he's like knocked out for the rest of it okay, I don't like, remember yeah. him being on Raw last night as well I don't as I say I only watched the first half of Raw so far 
certainly yeah. nothing is shouting out to me to suggest he was actually on Raw last mm. night. Um, don't think he was in the triple threat matches. God, I only finished, what, uh, as I said, I was watching this while I was working today. Um, mm. So, um, hi, uh, company I work for. Um, <laughs> but um, he, um, yeah, I, I don't recall him. Um, yeah, I certainly don't that's, recall I think him. It's got to be on SmackDown instead of Raw. Well, oh, that's it. Must, yeah. The range. Oh. I suppose, yeah, because last week on SmackDown he got drop kicked by, he got Claymore kicked by Drew, so whatever, yeah, he just stayed to SmackDown this week. But anyway, yeah, he, um, I thought that was fine. But yeah, the overall match, it was probably, bar maybe WrestleMania 31, this was probably my favourite match between the two, I think, since, um, yeah, I was just suspecting, I don't know, with, with the last man standard situation, I don't know why I was expecting more than just signatures and finishes. Before they started battering each other with weapons, I don't know why it's been so different, but yeah, that's how these things go, anyways. But yeah, I did, yeah, I say I did really enjoy. It. I will go back and watch this match. Probably the fit, the opening match in this match is probably what I'll go back and watch. If any, you could skip the rest of the matches probably. But yeah, this is this is fun. Uh, I just loved as well the. Um when when Rain, when Heyman was almost trying to throw the towel in for uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, Lesnar's F hived him for the ta- the announce table that was that was great as well. I was thinking you know, when he picked him up, I was like, well at the time I was like when Les- I was like, oh my god, he's going to beat Heyman up. He, oh, he won't F five him for the table. They're throwing back in the. Oh, I was like, oh, he can't throw him back in the ring. Um, so yeah, <laughs> I thought. Oh, I just like the commentator of the guy. This is like a, this is like a, this is like a complete car crash out. <laughs> I thought that was just I was kind of wanted like vintage JR for that look at the bodies look at the human rubber <laughs> and for the finish when Roman stood on top of the put all the crap on top of him they, they were counting while they are putting crap on it's usually they, they get him on the floor then he put all the crap on and then the 10 <laughs> count starts but when Roman stands on wouldn't that break the count they got to have a rematch then aren't they at Crouch yeah, <laughs> so some of the logic the photo is there is a photo there isn't it with, with Lesnar under all the crap <laughs> <laughs> reigns out in the title so, with the rings just on one side it is if you want to get some photos for your Instagram I think this was yeah there was some very good ones doing the rounds because yeah, I thought the way the track would get involved was the the digger bit at the front would lead, would, would pop, hold one of them down I thought that's how they were going to get it involved yeah. yeah. I've done that in the past. They, yeah, they, could, they couldn't hold Brock down, so they got a tractor, so stands was like literally just pin him for 10 seconds. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, so, overall thoughts on the show then? Overall thoughts, yeah, as I said, I think there was generally that positive feel that whether it is just simply down to psychological views that Triple H is now in charge, so we were looking at it with maybe some different, like a, mm. a different pair of eyes. But yeah, I think the opening match was great. The, the bit that followed the opening match meant everyone was automatically buzzing. Whether with that touch of brilliance, then maybe we, the expectations were we expected almost something to happen after every match that we were getting Triple H's kind of stamp on things. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I think if you look at it back at it, it was there was some, as I say, I think the US and the tag title match were low points in the sense that they didn't follow their previous matches which were good at Money in the Bank um, I think yeah crowd and then you look at Pat McAfee Happy Corbin Logan Paul Miz maybe we weren't really maybe watching it you weren't too invested in it because as you've rightfully said they're not main characters mm-hmm. Mysterio's judgment as I mentioned it was I felt a bit predictable and then yeah um, 
so the penultimate match, great bit of storyline selling the near there. The main event was amazing. So yeah, you're all right. I think overall, first match and ending were, were the best parts. But overall, I think just got positive views of where, where it goes going forward. And, um, like I say, watch Raw and it continued to find that positive atmosphere. Yeah, as I, I think, said, it got me excited for Raw, which is something that doesn't happen very often. No, usually it's, oh Christ, I've got to endure Raw now. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, say, I watched half this morning, I watched the other half while I'm editing later. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, I'm quite looking forward to the rest of it. I've heard nothing but good things about it. So. Very good. No, I'm dead. Yeah, it's definitely worth the watching. And, uh, and as I say, hopefully this is the excitement. This is what we want going forward now. Um, like I say, we've got WWE. We've got it's as I say, it's never been the case of, uh, of, of it's never the case of enjoying moaning about the show or anything like that. I hate moaning about wrestling. Like it's been great the last two three weeks of being just generally excited about the company going forward. And mm-hmm. fingers crossed that we have really have turned a corner and we are going to start to see more positive shows more better storyline telling everything going forward um given a w that general competition in terms of watchable tv so in my opinion it's really really exciting times i I get we have been here before well i have said this and it's it's come back to bite me Mm -hmm. but there does seem to be a change a major change at the top and it does seem to be Slowly, as I say, it's not going to change overnight. Like, I'm not going to say the next pay-per-view, it's all going to be changed and it's going to be 10 out of 10. We, but I'm hoping when we get round to it, WrestleMania season, we're going to be seeing a, a much better WWE. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, as I say, I, I generally enjoyed the show. Yeah, as I said, I, I'm, I'm the same as you. If it wasn't a Triple H first era show and I have different thoughts on it, I've just thought the whole vibe of the show's felt different. Everyone's seemed... The commentary was completely different. Everyone just seemed happier. The crowd was amazing. As I said, usually in a stadium show, you can just suck the atmosphere out, but it just, yeah, the crowd seemed hot the whole show. The crowd loved McAfee, even though I was a bit like, yeah, he's botching everything, but they, <laughs> I just loved his entrance. So, yeah, just, uh, yeah, we need to figure out a way to book. They've got, they've got nine months with theory that has to cash in, I think, eight, ten months. So they've got to figure out a way of getting him to look like a threat. So but, yeah, they need to do more maximum male model water adverts. I love that bit. And yeah, and figure out if there's a no if it's no DQ tag matches, why isn't it a tornado tag? It makes no sense to tag it enough. But yeah, I love yeah. There's great moments throughout the whole thing. Yeah. There's bit, there's bits that'll be talked about for a while. And, and yeah, the bit I'm really disappointed I think the edge return was a nice moment, but it did feel a bit flat, I think. That could, would have worked better if it was an, an indoor arena and it could go dark, I think. I think the whole aesthetic would have been better if it was it went dark, the fire came up and then he came out through the red light. But it looked a lot better. But yeah, I suppose all right. Yeah, I suppose maybe 7 out of 10 if we did them type of things. But it's, one of, it's one of them that I, I probably never asked to put the show on again. But if it was on, I wouldn't complain it was on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't say turn this crap off. I was... Yeah, it was good. I'm, it's, I'm looking forward to Drew McIntyre versus Roman Reigns at the next show. Back in. I love how they kept going in McIntyre. Yeah, back, back I'm, I'm glad, you, I'm glad this came up. This Northern on Raw, they kept saying, oh, it's in Drew's backyard. It's like, no, it's not. It's, it's Wales, not fucking Scotland. It's literally a country in between them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. It, it, that, that, that needs to stop doing that. I, I, I know in America, but. The UK, England, and London are interchangeable 
It's all mean the same thing, but yeah, they're not. Leave me, and I'm sure the Welsh and the Scottish will, will completely agree with me. Mm. We don't like each other in terms of sporting events. Football, we hate <laughs> the Scottish, they hate the Welsh. They mm. definitely agree with me on this. So, yeah, uh, well, whether they, they're happy, whether the Scots are happy for the Welsh to be called their backyard, but I'm not sure they will be. So, just call it Wales. It's in Wales, it's not in Drew's hometown. Or you just say it's in the UK, you don't even have to say well, it's in the UK. You don't have to go into Yeah, you don't, you're absolutely right. So. <laughs> but. We'll leave it there. I'll say that. Yeah. That's that was fun. Show. Oh. If you enjoy our show, follow us on Twitter, BBG Wrestling. Uh, check out our website, bbgwrestling.com. And please like the Pro Wrestling World Facebook page, dedicated to all things pro wrestling. Links in the description if you want to like the page. And good night. Good night. <laughs>